You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey you guys, welcome to Project You. I'm Cami Craig, and I'm very excited to be here with you today after taking a week off of the podcast due to getting um, the content and the information and the lessons and uh, everything else that goes in order for the podcast to happen for this next year. We and I am so excited to bring a whole new level to Project You and the teachings and and maybe um, a better understanding of self and maybe a better um, vision of what yourself is and 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 maybe these lessons need to be learned and and there's so many things that we can start doing to help our mind and our body and our soul to awaken. And that's where really I want to go with Project You is to identify uh, exactly what's going on in your life. And then as these things start to be expressed and exposed, which is energy, okay, uh, then then we're more prone to become. And at the end of the day, we all understand that we're not here to be perfect. We, we, we finally get it. So we need to let go of that pressure, let go of that shackle, let go of that imprisonment that you've placed yourself in right now and understand without a shadow of a doubt that you are ready to progressively become the woman and the man that you deserve to be. And we all have our different loves and our wants and our desires and everything that's inside of us to, to bring the purpose and intent out. So we need to define that individually as we move on with Project You. You guys know me. I love fitness. I love my family. I love traveling. I love making memories. I love nutrition. I have all these loves, right? And so um, when when I'm when I'm learning um, and picking up these tools and now engaging with the new tools that I do have, I'm able to use them in both situations of the good and the bad. And today, ironically, I posted. Uh, what is something that someone wants to hear on Project EO with Cami Craig? And the first thing that came back was relationships. I want to learn how to balance them, and I want to learn a little bit more about respect and all the other um, doors that falls into relationships. And uh, lo and behold, I had already thought and knew because of because of our week off um, that we were gonna that we were gonna progress into ego love versus authentic love. And then what comes from that is probably an awakening when we identify what our le- our, our ego is. And our ego at the end of the day is our friend. Uh, but, w- but if we can really understand that ego love is fear-based, out of, out of the gate, this is what I know, this is what I believe, and this is probably what you know and believe if you're, if you're open to knowing this and understanding it. We can have ego love when it comes to our family. We can have ego love when it comes to our partners. And people don't take a lot of credit for this too, um, but even on our friendships, okay? Um, as, as great as our friendships can be, and um, our friendships can also be a very, very big part of our ego love, which is fear-based love. And in the state that we can be in, being fear-based, 
uh, we believe that someone should always meet our needs. So my best friend, my golden girl, um, one of my golden girls, um, if I'm living in an ego love, should always meet my needs. She should know that I'm going through a very terrible time. She should know that I was crying five minutes ago and I need a hug. She should know that I'm extremely happy and I need a pink Starburst. <laughs> um, and that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, in ego love, we project that um, onto these other people, what, whether it be our, our partners or family or friends, that our unresolved trauma, things that are going on in our lives, is put on them. And what I know that I've done is I've attempted to um, control that, that relationship with my ego. And I'm unconsciously um, shamed around around those people um, because of, of obviously my unresolved trauma that I have never or I never um, um, really wanted to resolve. And I didn't know that it was even a thing to resolve at the end of the day um, until I started to walk into this awakening, which we'll talk about a little later. Um, however, when we are in a relationship talking about this topic that a lot of people love to talk about is, is, is ego-based is if you feel drained after interactions. Like I, I know what it feels like to feel like your soul is being sucked on. And I know you know what it feels like to have your soul sucked on. And I also understand that when you have that fear to speak truth, to your partner, to your family, to your friends, then we understand automatically that we are in an ego-driven based love. And that is the place where you want to get out of. That is the negative world that is not going to entice you and, and give you inspiration and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. Okay, and so what happens is that when we find, find out for once and for all, that this is an ego love that I'm standing in with my family, friends, or partner, um, we realize that there's another side to things, just like there's dark and there's light, right? Just like there's good and there's bad. And, and we understand that there's ego love uh, versus authentic love, and authentic love lacks conditions. You feel free, absolutely 100% free to express yourself. And uh, over the course of time, I've learned a lot about boundaries, and boundaries get get planted on right on top of an authentic love. Like all of a sudden you you awaken and you find yourself in this this generous motion of love because your bounder, boundaries and your values and your worth stand tall on top of your pyramid. And I say pyramid because there's no more room for the skyscrapers. Okay, and let me let me let me draw into this a little bit. When you're looking for a foundation when you're looking for something to grow, I learned this from my coach, Max McManus. Of course, um, again, we're, we're, we're surrounding ourselves with great people, okay? And people that can speak well into your lives. And, and some of them are spiritual and some of them are, are very logical. Some of, some of them um, think with reason. Um, and so Max is one of those guys that is like, think of a pyramid. Like you are, you are, you are drawing in from a very solid foundation, the floor plan has to be solid. The concrete, the the wood, the the everything that you stand on is wide and has a great base, right? And then you can grow authentically up to the pinnacle. 
And sometimes we never reach the pinnacle. It's almost right there, but then we are always a student at heart, so we're always building because the bottom ground, right, is is breaking off a little bit. So we have to go all the way to the bottom sometimes and, and, and build back up. But that's only if we're starting from a solid foundation, and that's what authentic love is. Is notice yourself, are you building from an authentic love's you know, base foundation, which is a pyramid? Or are you coming into this whole thing as a skyscraper and it's going to be four by four and it's going to go all the way up to 5,000 feet and that's what it's, and we're going to go zero to a thousand and seven seconds. Like it's not, it's not that easy. And sometimes if you do place yourself in a skyscraper foundation, you're going to find yourself to fall and fail and it's going to crumble, right? And as the crumble happens, the the blocks go all the way down and it's and it's way harder to build another skyscraper base you know going on top of the rumble and then it falls again and then on top of the rumble like it's so much easier to connect the dots from the strong foundation of the pyramid and notice that the cracks are happening but you can manage those cracks easier from a stronger foundation hello this is what i'm learning in life and i pray to god that every single one of you guys are in, 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 a, in a space where, where you know that authentic love is, is real. It's not a fantasy and it's not a fairy tale. I don't care what anyone tells you. This is something that I've fantasized about my whole entire life, but because I held myself back and I, I drew myself into an ego love and I didn't really understand that this was also a thing, um, the lessons were right before me. And the things that were triggering me were actually the biggest lessons of my life. And when you realize that you're in or you're, you're, you know you can aspire to have the authentic love, you realize that time spent together with these family, friends, and or partners will bring you peace. There's freedom in this feeling and you 100% can know that you can speak your truth. And I do not speak my truth with people that are in ego love. I don't. I resist telling the, the cold hard truth because I'm scared. I'm nervous. I have anxiety. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I don't know how they're going to react because they don't live in authentic love. They live in ego love too. So then the, the, the reactions sometimes are more negative. You know, and, and my soul has a really hard time handling that. And if your soul has a really hard handle, a time handling that, then you understand that those are the reasons why. You know, it's really, really hard. But we recognize that authentic love in our partner or our friends or our family. We have to take responsibility to meet our own needs and clearly communicate our needs to other people. Okay, I got to understand that I, that I am responsible for meeting my needs. So if I need to do a race and I'm feeling that connection to get competitive, I need to sign up for Big Bear on May 16th and I need to go run that beast on Saturday because that's inside of me. I cannot wait for someone else to be like, hey, do you want to run Big Bear like two weeks before and think that I'm going to be prepared because I'm not. I have to create this for myself. And then, and then the beauty of that is knowing that I, I I had a timeline, I have a goal, and I'm feeding my soul. And that that's that's easier to do with self than putting that pressure on someone else because they don't deserve that either. That's an ego style love. And we always 
have to understand in authentic love that we we need to be fair to ourselves and we need to be fair to others. So it is not their responsibility to to make me happy. You know, that's not authentic. That's not organic. That's that's actually polar opposite. And so I need to know at the foundation of my relationship that there's mutual respect and there's admiration for for one another. I have admiration for my golden girls. I have admiration for my clients. I have admiration for everyone that engages with me on social media. I have admiration for my fellow members at church. I have admiration for my family and my my boys and my friends. Like that's authentic coming from self and I've got questioned a lot of times um in my ego love, you know, in in cuz I've lived a long time in ego love. I I was questioned on who do does Cammy really even know who she is? You know, because some people can re- can can register like, oh, she's in ego love. She has no idea. You know, but really, when you're standing in ego love, you you lose sight because you're you're really procrastinating and you're in self betrayal, and you're 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 a people pleaser, right? And you're doing all these things for everyone else but yourself, and you're putting yourself on the back burner, and you really lose sight of who that beautiful woman and who that beautiful man is inside of themselves. You know, so then you get questioned by, you know, the by the by your peers and by your lack of friends or your good friends and stuff. Um, and and that that can hurt the that can hurt the um, self-esteem, which is the self-love, respect and trust for self. And, and that's where the discursive thinking can come in the over and over and repetitive. Um, and that's when the ego plays, not just of a friend, but now it's the, it's the hierarchy. And that doesn't, that's not allowed in our lives in Project You. We do not allow our ego to take over who we are. And so we, we find ourselves to have these realizations when we, when we understand and we start finally asking our questions of, am I in an ego love with this friend, with this relationship, with my family member, with my coworker? And, and you might start to find yourself into this awakening. And an awakening, which we'll talk about again um, shortly, it, it has some realizations about really who you're hanging out with and what your environment looks like. And, and then you start to resist to connect with these people and and you want to make excuses up to be with these people and these environments because they don't feel good any longer. You know without a shadow of a doubt, this is not serving your life. This is not serving your soul. And not in a sense of like, I'm expecting anything, but just serving in an authentic way. Because to to give is better than receive, right? But not at the, not at the, at the expense of you losing sight of who you are. Not at the expense of losing your happiness and jeopardizing it all just to give to someone else. That's not okay. So as we do the work to understand what authentic love is versus ego love, we start to see that our relationships will shift. They'll change. And we'll clear out you know, things in our life to give space for other things that will be, that will be golden for you, that will be responsive and and in a in a great way for you and that that is something that we all deserve as we evolve and as we change into this life because at the end of the day that is what we're supposed to do we're we're supposed to 
have human development. We're supposed to pick up these new tools. Like this didn't happen to me in 2019, 2018 and picking up these tools and starting to understand what's going on in life just by chance. This was my destiny. My destiny was to find out who Cammie Craig really is and to also not only find out who she is, but use the tools that I'm, that I'm gathering in, in, in my life. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's the hardest thing that you could possibly go through other than the nightmare itself. You know, um, there's stages and there's phases and there's paces of, of our human development and we're all in a different space. So when you're looking at ego love, I want you to possibly bring your journal out now um, for Project You. So anyone that's subscribing today, um, get out a piece of paper and or your journal and we label this journal Project You and this is part of our human development. But we want to know that ego love is, um, I'm going to go from an ego love to an authentic, okay? But ego love is, I love you as a friend based on how you make me feel, okay? That's ego. Now write down authentic love as I love you as a friend for the human being that you are. My second one is ego love is I attempt to fix, I attempt to control, and I attempt to change almost everything about you, whether it be your family, your partner, or your friend. Authentic love honors the flaws. They understand that the flaws are there. This person is not perfect. And the self-expression is loved and the freedom of that human being is loved. So my example is only the thing that I know. So my love for emotion, my love for engagement with people, my love for the community, my love for my family and friends and you know, all the organizations and anything that's going on is part of my freedom. And if I'm putting that in the corner over there, I am going into isolation, which then puts me into authentic love or sorry, ego love, ego love. And that's something that I'm not willing to jeopardize in my life ever, ever, ever. Ego love also projects unhealed traumas and insecurities. Truly, ego love will bring this out of you every single day, some way, somehow. And this is a partnership, whether it be your friend, your actual partner, or your family. They will help, they will help bring these insecurities out. Where an authentic love owns its triggers. They're like, yep, for example, you know what? I did lie about that because I couldn't speak my truth because I knew the way that you were going to react was going to be X, Y, and Z. However, you know what? I did. Or... I can apologize and I can know that it's that it's authentic because I feel it inside and I know it feels right to give that apology. I am sorry for lying to you because of this and this and this. Um, also, the authentic love takes responsibility, okay? It's not her job to sign you up for the race. It's not her job to... I'll get your head out of the clouds. It's not her job to know that you're in a very, very unhappy state. You have to take responsibility in understanding what you can do to become the better version of self in any emotion that you're in. Ego love, 
you need to meet my my needs right now. I'm so impatient. I'm so selfish that you need to meet me right now, right here. You don't get an hour. You don't get a day. You need to do it right now. Where e authentic love has a mutual need for meeting. Okay, when it's right, when we're cooled off, when the when when the time and place is right because we're not with our big group or whatever, we can meet in a mutual setting. And maybe we put a timeline on it. Maybe instead of demanding that it's now, maybe we can like, hey, would you mind if we were able to talk about this tomorrow at noon? You know, and either the the answer is yes, yes. Or yes, no, or maybe. Um, and not ego love is I need you to be a version of self that feels most comfortable for me. Again, this is part of fixing it. Like the being the ultimate project manager, which I have been in my life for too long, is 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 not a great quality. It's not a great trait to have. We need to go more towards I support your highest self, and you need to work through the discomfort. Okay, where those two things cannot live in the same space. You have to support your high, the your partner, or and or um, your friend or your family's highest self, and work through your guys's own discomfort. Um, ego love also keeps scores of injustice, has tr- tantrums, and makes the other feel that they need to walk on eggshells. Where authentic love can have difficult conversations. And they communicate clearly. This is something that is probably in every single relationship, friendship, somewhere along the line and should be halted right now. Because you got to understand that that living on eggshells, walking on eggshells, having tantrums, reacting negatively, um, making sure that they know how many times they've done wrong is a part of your ego. It's it's it has nothing do with has nothing to do with the authentic love at all. We need to make sure that we're allowing ourselves and projecting to that to that other person that hey, it's okay that we have this difficult uh, conversation. This is going to help us understand what the true lesson is in this light of life, right? And if we can communicate that without being fear based, we are living our better self. Right. And it's one of those things where it's very, very, very hard to understand. Well, well, I don't know if I'm being ego driven or if I don't know if I'm being my better self driven. And and I don't even know where to really start. And it's, again, writing these things down like I've been journaling from my holistic psychologist for for well over a year now. And Dr. Caroline Leaf well over a year now. And um this is something that I've been able to to really study and to not only just write it down. I'm like, oh, got my notes down. Like I participate in understanding what these new tools are every single day. And 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 really, what happens in this whole light of life is once you start to recognize it, it's just like you know. My example is when I worked at Express when I was a teenager. I, I understood what the line was. I, I We have the jeans, we have the shirts, and they all lurk this certain way. And then when I walked out of Express, I started to notice that so many people wore these Express jeans and they, they, wore, they, they wore the line of Express. And so that's the only way to know is because you educate yourself and then you start to realize like, oh my gosh, this is, this is the tool that I can use right now because I've educated myself and I know 
uh, it's, it looks familiar because you've worked there, you've done it, you've, you've put your nose in the books. So to be ego-driven uh, means that you always have to be right. And so this is an individual study that I have to put myself through that I need to be right all the time versus my higher self, okay, my better self, um, that I can reflect and I can see two versions of truth because there's really, you know, in a relationship, um, there's, uh, there's, there's two stories, you know, and the best thing that I can, that I can give advice to you about in this relationship or obviously relationship and self is take yourself out of your own shoes and put yourself in your ego shoes. Okay. Or take yourself out of your own shoes and put yourself in that other person's shoes and authentically see from a different point of view. In romantic relationships, I play games due to fear of abandonment. That's being ego-driven. Again, if you realize what ego, anytime you see ego, always remember that it's fear-based, right? And if you go to the highest-driven self, we, we view romantic relationships as space to heal and evolve. Okay, that's the higher self. That's the, that's the better person coming out of you, and that's how we're thinking now right? Here's, here's ego-driven self. I'm protected against understanding my childhood trauma. Higher self says my parents are human and uncovering trauma doesn't betray them. We're all human. I remember, I remember um, in the statement, uh, Jada Pickett-Smith in, in her red round table talk, she had, her, she had her daughter there right there and she was, like, she was like, girl, I was just doing the best I could when you were growing up. And she was you know, had all these addictions and had all these flaws and stuff. And they're really expressing themselves as her daughter was growing up. And her daughter just laughed and they, they hugged and had this cute little moment. And she goes, you know what? You know what, mom? You really were. You were doing the best that you could at that time with those tools that you have. So then she goes into the talk of no shame and no guilt because that's all she had, right? And her trauma her triggers that was happening just because she she woke up were were some of the biggest lessons of her life, and that can be in your relationship, that can be in your friendship, your, your with your family or, or whatnot. So, as I as I progressively walk through, you know this this ego love versus this authentic love. I also had to study when. Will I know that I'm in an ego realm? Okay, um, because I because I thought of myself always as like I got it together. Nothing's wrong. Like I have my God. I have Jesus Christ, um, and and I'm I'm grounded. I have this pyramid, and really I was living. I was living in in the foundation of a skyscraper, and of course I had my faith, but I was also making my own decisions and 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 letting the negativity and the dark place that I was living in take over, and so. Um, I realized that when I when when I'm comparing myself negatively in my mind, that's when I'm I'm part of my ego. I judge another person's choices or life. Yes, that is when I'm participating with my ego. When I gossip, unbelievable. That is when I'm in my ego. When you get hooked into chaos or drama, come on. I lived in my own chaos. I, I know how to, to live in it. I know how to, to be a part of it. Um, I know what kind of defense mechanism I need to have. I know what kind of smile I need to put on. And it's part of my ego. When you fiercely defend your opinion 
is also living inside of your ego. And those are five little things right there that you could write down to help better understand when am I in my ego land and when am I in my authentic land. And it's kind of hard to have those you know, conversations with self, but it's actually more freedom, right? Authentic love is having self-expression and having freedom in doing so, and um, that feels good. Okay, and when when that feels good, you're going to start to understand that you can have better dialogue with self. So there's these examples of what your ego would say in some situations versus what your consciousness will say. And so when you're negative all the time, this is a term that comes out often. Nothing ever works out the way that I want it to work out. That could be in business and family and yada yada. Instead, your consciousness, the the part of you that's healing and the part of you that's coming out to blossom says you're repeating patterns that you can unlearn. You're repeating patterns that you can unlearn, Cami. Once you start to recognize that you're in this discursive you know, train of thought and you don't like it anymore and it doesn't feel good, you understand that you can change this habit. The ego can also say something like this. I'm going to tell you like it is. The consciousness says, I'll observe what it is. And once you take a step back, instead of being such a know-it-all, okay, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physical therapist, I'm not a chiropractor, I'm not an orthopedic surgeon, I am a fitness guru, um, backslash nutrition, nutrition lover, okay? And I'm getting so embedded into the mental health awareness um, that I, 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 I love those things more than thinking that I'm going to tell you like it is and here's how you need to treat your body on a chiropractic level or a physical therapy level. No, I need to take a step back and observe, you know, what's going on, what I'm being told and, and, and maybe give better advice by just saying, hey, here's a phone number for a physical therapist. They know so much more than me, and I think that you're gonna be in the best hands there. Okay, so that that's, that's giving gratitude to other people. That's giving life to other people. Instead of hoarding everything and acting like you're a know-it-all and, and you got the answers for everything because we do not. Another thing that the ego says is they, okay, your friends, your family, the partner says, they promised me this time it would be different, okay? Talking about relationships, but the consciousness says they showed you their own conditioning and now you choose their involvement in your life. That's super powerful when you can actually state these things out loud. And once you start to identify what your ego love is, what your ego saying versus, versus your consciousness, uh, what your ego-driven self versus your higher-driven self is, is stating, I think this is the time that we understand that we're going through an awakening. And for me, it was a spiritual awakening, okay? And this, these, these five things that I learned helped me understand that, that my gut and that my intuition that I was fighting so badly for so long was right. Um, you'll understand that you're in this awakening when you have a calling to disconnect, 
spend time alone and actually rest where your superhero power is like, you know, for me, it was like, I work this many hours and I do this much and I multitask this and I'm a squirrel. And yes, I am all those things. But once you start to awaken and understand the woman and the man that you are destined and deserving to be, there's time that you have to unplug. Okay. I don't have to be on my phone every second. These people can wait. I do not have to spend time with everyone and also their mom every single second. I can drive in my car alone. Um, and I can get eight hours of rest. I don't have to take pride in my four. And once I started doing those things, I started to be still. I started to be quiet. And things really, really, really started to shift inside of me. You will feel that you've outgrown or shifted away from relationships that you've had for years when you start to awaken and you understand your ego versus authentic love. You're being called to learn about new ideas because of the effort that you've put into your podcast, your YouTube videos, your books, your Bible, your community, your fellowship. You feel a desire for deep, authentic connection, and that only. I choose to talk to only people that are authentic back to me. Not that I expect it, but my spirit knows 100% who the authentic spirits are versus the ego because I've worked in the ego for too long. I can see those things like left and right. I can pinpoint them. I can dart them. And I don't have judgment beyond it, and I don't have strong opinions, but it's the choice that I make in my life today to really connect with the authentic side versus the ego. And here's another thing. With ego-driven people, with ego-driven you know, love, I needed help. And the only reason why I was able to get and receive the right help is because I put myself out there and I was open to it. And also pressed up into a corner where I had to do something for self because my inner self was screaming to live, right? So also in a situation where you're living more authentically, and this is a journey, you guys. This is not like, oh, one said and done. Got it. Living the authentic life. No, you're going to fall short. I am going to fall short and I'm going to drive. I'm going to fall back into the ego-driven love or from time to time or maybe the ego, the ego drive. But it's only probably for seconds rather than living in it. So don't forget about the the ego-driven love and the and and the ego-driven people because we need help. They need help. So have grace for these people and have patience for these people and be mature with your people, okay? And then the last one I want to share with you is you genuinely want to help others and serve the collective as a whole to help, okay? And this is really, really powerful to me because this is in, in my heart and it's embedded. I've always wanted to be the, the Oprah of fitness, right? Um, she's Oprah and I'm Cami, and I'm going to be Cami of fitness, okay? But you guys understand what I'm saying? Like I wanted, I've always had that deep desire to be fully emerged and embedded in philanthropy and fully emerged and embedded in, in, in real authentic love with my partner and with my family and with my friends and with my community and with my team, like... This is not a fairy tale. Like this is real life. Like women can have this and so can men. But it is a choice 
And when you're when you're with a collective, you know, community or team or people that that also have this thing inside of them, it's way easier. And so that's part of your awakening is understanding like who you actually are around and who you choose to spend time with, what your environment looks like, and and are you feeding your soul? My uncle told me about a year ago, I was crying, I was bawling, I was emotional. Um, a lot of people that that knew the older the older me knew that I was I could I could cry at the drop of a hat. I completely, you know. My, my unresolved trauma was right at the head of me at all times. And of course, my uncle saw it. I bawled my eyes out at that wedding. And my uncle says, he looked at me and he took my shoulders and he faced me square, square to him. And he said, Cammy, you need to protect your soul. Ooh, that was strong. That's all he had to say. And I walked away and that was part of, more part of my awakening. And I'm going to ask you right now, I'm holding your shoulders and I'm looking you square in the eye. Action of the day is this moment. You need to protect your soul. You deserve it, you are worth it, and you are so valued and appreciated in this life. Whatever your ego's telling you, whatever the ego relationship is telling you, stop and protect your soul. Start asking yourself those questions that we went over in this podcast of Project You and identify what side you're on. And as you start to identify the side that you're on in authentic love versus ego love, then you can start doing the work. Then you can start recognizing and, and, and understanding what it is that you need to change to become your better version of self. Once you're a better, better version of self or walking in the direction to be better version of self, then we start to be better versions of a mother, of a lover, of a wife, of a husband, of a coworker, of a fellowship partner, of whatever it is that you love and are so purpose-filled in your life, you can be better for them. I want to thank you guys so much for spending time with me today. Um, there's, there's subscribers that continue to push the button every single day, your text messages, your emails, and all of the, all of the, um, love that you push on social media in the direct messages and also up front, they really touch my heart. And if you guys have any ideas or anything that you would like to chat about on behalf of gaining um, a little bit more perspective on the tools and the lessons that we are destined to have, um, please do not be shy of getting hold of me. So Instagram is Cami Craig Lyman and also Facebook. Um, you can jump on there, um, Cami Craig, uh, and we can we can we can join in forces and we can be better together. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.